damn, what is my brain really doing up there? Like for something that basically named itself, if you want to get real technical, you're doing a lot of fucking up, bro. But low key, that could be me too, though. <laughs> like, I know I could be healthier and drink more water and be more of a high girl or it girl or that girl or whatever. But I'd be tripping sometimes. I'd be there. I'm, I'm gonna get there, though. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello and welcome. I'm Shantaya and I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to the podcast, then you wouldn't know any different, but if you're not, you know, usually in the intro, I go by my nickname Lola, but I think going forward, I'm going to go by my real name. I've had a blog for years, lolanicole.com, and I've used my nickname Lola while blogging and for social media for years. I went by nicknames. Well, for more than one reason, but mostly because nobody, and I mean nobody, would get my name right. Like at one point I felt like it was on purpose that they was just like, (laughs) they were just fucking it up so bad. Like even when I said it first, so I'm just like, oh, okay. Like either you're literally not grasping it or you're just doing it on purpose. But I have so many different nicknames now because people just, they've just changed my name so damn much. (laughs) But I think I'm just ready for my brand to be fully me. I recently had my blog redone and I'm in love with it now. The layout and everything is exactly what I wanted it to be. The shop I worked with, she was amazing. I found her on Etsy and she had, it was just so easy working with her after, I feel like I just have PTSD from working with like bad or people who don't have good business skills like they're just they just do whatever they want they don't have no deadlines and their customer service sucks like it's a lot so when I found her I was like thank you Jesus because this was becoming a nightmare like I literally for months lost everything on my blog could not could not get anything done nothing was right it was driving me insane but anyway I found her on Etsy she had like the perfect theme she installed everything for me it was like super quick I had questions whatever I needed fixed she was like done literally I was excited about that the most like just waking up and having something done that you paid for rather than paying for it and being like where is the work I paid for yeah Anyway, I haven't blogged in quite a while, but I have new posts up now. So, yeah, I'm kind of getting back into the groove. I mean, I can laugh about it now, but for sure, I was not happy or laughing at all before everything was fixed. I had to hire someone else to go in and install a theme and update my site for me. And it did not work out. Like, after a while, they just stopped responding. Like, he was the worst. (laughs) but that was around the time that I was like taking a break from social media and everything. And I honestly, I took that as a sign. Like, yeah, I definitely should take a break from this, like take a break from everything. So 
did that. And then when I decided that I wanted to start preparing to go back into blogging and creating and podcasting and all that, your girl's blog was gone. Like the posts were gone. The site only came up in this weird text format. Like everything was off. I was freaking out. There were, there were a lot of tears. I mean, my old therapist, my old therapist said I should let my emotions out more. So that's exactly what I did because I was devastated. I was like, Oh my God, I will never see any of that stuff again. I don't even, my brain couldn't even begin to start to remember anything about anything. So yeah, after my, you know, mini meltdown for days, I finally, because also getting in contact with WordPress is like the worst. I probably would be, it would be faster and quicker if I was trying to get in touch with the FBI. Like, I don't understand with these companies. But anyway, I have finally got in contact with WordPress and then my hosting site. And then I was finally able to like get things somewhat back to normal. But the layout and the theme of everything were, it was the worst. It was terrible. I couldn't get a hold of the per the guy I worked with, with my last everything so eventually I found Angelina in her Etsy shop Sky and Stars and I looked on her website because she has like working demos and everything I even sent my girl Kay like a few so she could help me choose because I was trying to figure out like I was like which one is me (laughs) and then literally I picked it within a day everything was fixed up and running And yeah, so I'm so glad that's done. I love the look of the new site now. So I'm getting back into blogging because I did miss it, but I couldn't do anything with it until it was all sorted out, y'all. It was, it was the worst. I got a new vlogging camera. I went with the GoPro Hero 10. It's literally the perfect size for vlogging i know that there are a few things on the bigger or like more vlogging specific cameras or whatever but from what i've seen so far i haven't really like needed those options like it hasn't really been an issue so but vlogging with a gopro is super neat especially because you can like do you can put it so many places but anyway I tried to take it to Six Flags with me though and that bitch at the damn line wouldn't let me take it in that was super annoying especially because I saw mad people going by with cameras so mm. probably one of the last times I'm gonna go to Six Flags but whatever anyway so I have some other filming plans for it I'm also thinking about recording my podcast but I don't know we'll see like that there goes my brain rolling into up uh, it's like oh we're back to work so yeah like let's get to rolling with the nine million things that you want to do no that's what got me into this in the first place into the needing a social media and everything break in the first place was over exerting myself so yeah but in the future in the future I'm so tired of forgetting what the hell I was about to say or do. I know that much though. Like, damn, what 
is my brain really doing up there? Like for something that basically named itself, if you want to get real technical, you're doing a lot of fucking up, bro. But low key, that could be me too, though. <laughs> like, I know I could be healthier and drink more water and be more of a high girl or a it girl or that girl or whatever. But I'd be tripping sometimes. I'd be there. I'm gonna get there, though. But that does not excuse my brain from not working the magical ass powers that I have that I know are locked away up in there. But my brain is still six filing cabinets back trying to figure out what we were talking about last week. You know, I'm a mom, a wife, a dog mom. And I think as I get older, talking to myself was like a common occurrence so naturally I mean a podcast works for me because at least I can talk to myself out loud and it's fine you know like y'all can respond or not you know what I mean and it's still like it's okay I'm not technically talking to myself but whatever my anxiety is different now I feel like as a mom especially like my social anxiety has increased by like a thousand percent since becoming a mother. Being a mother to girls, being a mother to black children, being a black mother, just being a damn mom. This is hard, man. Like I love my kids to death, but one thing I will never do is tell someone to have children when they don't want them because that shit isn't, this shit is for everybody. Okay. It's literally not for everyone which it always like stresses me out like when people are like oh yeah you you know i can't believe someone so doesn't want to have kids why like are you gonna go over there and take care of them no are you gonna be the one paying the bills no are you gonna be the one having the children no so unless you're gonna be doing it i don't know why are you worried about what other people doing you know what i'm saying like just do you but anyway back to my social anxiety i just yeah, I can't, I can't, especially with like kids in school and stuff. I feel like once a week, it's like, I'm homeschooling. Like I just, <laughs> it's a constant battle. It's a constant battle. Graduation is coming up soon. I cannot believe I have a high school graduate already. We've got a few days left and that is crazy to me. Time is flying, man. And I was making her little graduation video and uh, it's a lot like wow so uh, I can't believe that we're at graduation right now like we're in the time of graduations my daughter and her boyfriend like I just remember them just being you know little ninth graders eighth graders just yesterday like what is happening and now we're gonna be walking across stages and getting diplomas and I'm I'm feeling older by the second but yeah that's neither here nor there today's episode is just a catch-up really I'm back and I'm running the podcast the way I wanted the way I originally intended the way it started I I literally started this podcast recording my episodes on the way home from work in the car like just getting my thoughts out I'm letting my little ADHD brain take over okay so maybe this is a mental health check-in a hey y'all I'm still alive episode (laughs) I don't know but seriously I'm not even 
gonna do that thing where I'm like, oh my god, I've been so busy, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I've been busy. I've been working. I've been doing the things, but I also just needed time away from all things social media, and that included the podcast. Social media can be fun. It can be great for building a community or a business or whatever, but there is a dark side to social media, especially when it comes to comparison and imposter syndrome and a chance. It's just a chance to lose yourself in that social media world, you know, like, especially with moms, you go on there and you see a mom that seems to be like perfect in every way. And you're just like, oh, dang it. I just fed my kids Cheetos for breakfast, like, you know, but I will say that I have been going on TikTok and stuff and there, which by the way, they better not get rid of TikTok. I'm going to be so mad if those old freaking people get rid of TikTok. I'm going to be real mad because <laughs> TikTok is hilarious, man. But anyway, yeah, like I've been seeing a lot of, you know, moms just being, you know, real, just like, this is me. This is what you're getting. And it ain't always aesthetic, you know, it's not always an aesthetic thing. So that's been pretty dope. I will say it's been a lot of moms like, hey, you should be doing no. Like if you're going to make a video and be like, oh, my, this is what I do as a mom. Great. That's what you do as a mom. That is wonderful, Tabitha. But that does not mean that everybody else has to do it. And I feel like when people make videos now, they'd be like, this is what you should be doing. This is what you know. No, that, that's what you should be doing because that's what you want to do. If that's not what Susan wants to do, Susan don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that that should really stop. Like, as, as if women don't have enough that they have to deal with, then you have these other bitches on the internet. Like, this is what you should be doing for men. Girl, if you don't shut up. And half of them don't even have men, which always makes me laugh. I'm like, but you're single, so why are you giving relationship advice? Like I can see if you was in like this long-term, whatever the fuck you're telling people is supposed to be happening. But if you're single, please stop giving women should do this to get a man. Ma'am, where is yours? Where is your man is all I just, I just need that. Like, isn't that part of the qualification of like giving advice on said subject is like, shouldn't you have the thing you're telling people how to get? I, I don't know, whatever. Who I'm just, you know, I'm just me. Who am I? I'm just saying. You can get in your head like real quick if you don't get a grip on it. Like with the comparison and being like, oh, well, this is, uh, no. Do, you know, as long as you're not depressed and you're like it. For me, I just feel like it can really affect your mental health in a bad way if you aren't careful about how you approach using social media, you know, like, because there's just, it's been so much with the surgeries and the fillers and the do this and the do that. But then now we're starting to see celebrities and everyone like reversing that. So it's just, it's hard. It can be hard sometimes. So knowing when to take a break is a good thing. So it's a good thing to know, like when you start scrolling and you notice yourself just comparing, 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 or you notice your mood changing and not for the better, 
with whatever it is you're looking at, it might be time for you to step away. You know, I feel like I just needed time to figure out who I was and what I enjoyed and what I really wanted to do, because I feel like a lot of things that I was doing were based upon what others opinions and decisions. And I let those override my own. So it was constant second guessing, you know, and not trusting myself, not trusting me, myself and I. So I think that I just really needed some time to process and come to terms with the fact that I am an Enneagram too. And for my whole life up until now, I have been a people pleaser, which would make sense in why certain things didn't work out for me because I was either doing them for the satisfaction or comfort of others, or I was doing them thinking that's what would make me, you know, comfortable, happy, whatever, because it made others comfortable, happy, whatever. You feel me? So I feel the need to apologize when I don't really, when I don't need to, or when I really shouldn't, or, or like not speak up about something because I want to avoid confrontation, which I feel like that's just, I feel like for the apology part is I've noticed that's a lot of women just constantly apologizing for shit. We don't actually need to apologize for like a man would never, you know, but a woman is consistently apologizing. Like, I'm sorry. It's like in our vocabulary, just ingrained in there. Like just, yeah. So I just think that I think even with my podcast in the beginning, I created it just solely on a whim and just for fun because I wanted a place where I could aimlessly ramble or talk about whatever I wanted or about things that I was doing, buying, looking at, watching, reading, you know, happening in my life or that I was going through just shooting the shit with friends, whatever. To build a community around people like me, I guess, a little unconventional motherhood, if you will, just a place where you're basically talking to your bestie. And I will find like-minded people who are also interested in the same things or going through some of the same things, you know, but I feel like at one point I was basing everything I was doing heavily off of comparison and opinion and this is what you should be doing. This is what you shouldn't be doing. This is what's in right now. Blah, 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 blah. Who's going to listen to this? Yada, 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 you know, which you would think that would be, that would fade as you got older. But I think especially nowadays, it's hard not to, because society is constantly judging women and what their worth is. And they base it heavily off of looks and age even though realistically good shit starts to happen as you age because, you know, you grow up and you learn about yourself and the world and what you like and how to navigate life the way you want. But that gets lost a lot of the times too when you're a mom, when you're married, especially when you're married young or a young married mom or whatever, you know, just... I just realized mainly the opinions I was getting were from people who were either not in the same creative space. They didn't believe in me or they didn't take it seriously or they were just in my head with their thoughts and opinions. So there was no understanding there. It was just 
noise and tips and tricks and gurus and masterclasses and shit on what you should be doing to keep up with the social media rat race while trying to build your community. So rather than actually getting the actual advice that would help me progress in whatever journey it was that I was trying to progress in, I was overwhelmed with opinions and ideas and all of the things from other people except for the help or the work that goes into it. Like everyone's got an opinion, you know, or what they feel like you should talk about or do or be or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're the one doing all the work. So if I'm going to be the one doing all the work, then I should probably make sure that the work that I'm doing is something that I'm going to enjoy, you know? After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. But as someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, it can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year, dealing with a miscarriage, loss, and so much more, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, definitely came to my rescue, and they're here to help you too. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp, and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist anytime. I've used BetterHelp for over three years. It was definitely helpful when I moved to a new state and knew absolutely no one. When I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Those unlimited texts to my therapist came in handy. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. That's BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. The link is in the show notes. Mental health is so important, and so are you. If you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are, or if you just need someone to talk to, BetterHelp makes it easy to find a therapist that's right for you. Self-care is something I'm still working on daily, trying to build businesses, parent, be married, make friends, work, live, drink water, do all the things. It's fucking exhausting, you know? (laughs) The importance of self-care and taking time for yourself is discussed more heavily now, which is good because I feel like at one point it was just like, oh, moms are fine. This is what women are supposed to do. Suck it up. Meanwhile, dudes are out here, you know, living their best lives when they get off of their one job to check out of life completely. But all I'm saying, you know, if women are supposed to do all this stuff, then shouldn't we, aren't we considered, aren't we the most strong? Like, I mean, we do the most, right? 
whatever, because technically that weaponized incompetence bullshit that men try and pull all the time, like if you're literally that dumb to where you can't work a washing machine or you don't understand, you know, dishes go in the dishwasher. Like if you don't know basic life shit, then why do you want to, why would I want you to run things? I mean, really just, I don't know questions I have, you know, in the back of my mind, in the middle of the night. <laughs> anyway, it's necessary to prioritize your own well-being because no one else is going to do it for you. Okay. You're going to snap or die. That Those are the options. I've, shit, I've already had a mild heart attack in my 20s, my early 20s from extreme stress so it can happen so you better take care of you because when I tell you no one else will I'm not playing I also recently started back in therapy because I feel like I really needed it (laughs) I think that therapy is a really great way for you to you know process things at least for me anyway it's a great way for me to process my thoughts and feelings and everything and in an unbiased space. And I think that's really important sometimes because I feel like sometimes when you seek the advice of friends and family, they're going to give you the advice that they may think will work or help you. But realistically, they're just telling you their opinion and what they feel you should do, whether or not it's the right choice for you, you know, like even they may even give you advice for something that they've done themselves that didn't even work out for them, but they're still going to give you that advice because, you know, it's their opinion. This is what they feel you should be doing. So you just sometimes just really need that, that unbiased open space. And I mean, sometimes that takes a little while. Sometimes you have to kind of feel out who your therapist is, you know, make sure that the therapist that you have is a good one. So far, so good for me. You know, I've had a few therapists where I was like, are are you for real? Like, what, what are we here for? Like, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, We'll see. I, I always, I also take breaks when I, when I go to therapy, I don't, just consistently go to therapy for like years and years and years because then I feel like I'll become dependent on it. I don't know. But currently right now is what is what's happening. Therapy is what's happening. You know, it's the right choice for me. I chose hot coffee today from McDonald's. I went to Starbucks the other day, but I just... I used to go to Starbucks all the time. And don't get me wrong. I love me some Starbucks, but I always like, I'm always like, why am I spending $8 on this coffee right now? Like, And half the time I don't even finish the whole thing because if you, it's not good to drink coffee throughout the day. It's bad for your teeth. You're supposed to drink it like, you know, as in, in a sitting, in a coffee drinking sitting, but tell that to a mom you know you know what I'm saying tell that to a working woman all right you you drink your coffee in one sitting sure 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 but whatever 
I got hot coffee today. I don't even know why this is, I don't know why I'm talking about this, <laughs> but yeah, I got hot coffee today and it always just reminds me of like, bitch, why didn't you get iced coffee? You know, you know, it's going to get cold and you're going to have to microwave it again because you forgot because you're doing 9,450 million things. So you only take four sips of coffee in a sitting it's I don't know whatever but I'm drinking McCafe today because I knew that I wasn't gonna like pay attention to my coffee and I wanted some hot coffee today so I just went to Mickey D's because you know you got the app got the the dollar coffee even though I paid two dollars for mine today two dollars and eleven cents to be exact because I forgot (laughs) to use my little 99 cent coffee coupon okay I used the regular code instead. But that's neither here nor there. That's cool. That's cool. It's fine. I'll remember next time. But yeah, anyway, I don't I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> I feel like there's a constant back and forth of, oh well, women are supposed to blah blah blah. That shit is exhausting. I feel like that's the constant damn battle I see on Twitter is like women what women should and shouldn't be doing. And it's exhausting. Like and it's from it's from men, but then also from women too. It's like, bro, take a break. First of all, aren't what what that girl on TikTok say? Aren't men supposed to be the building houses or some shit? Like you so busy in women's business, and then these women that are just like he should be doing. No, ma'am, I should be doing what I'm doing, and you should be doing what you're doing. If it works for you, it works for you, boo. But that don't have nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not even going to get into that today, though. Here on the Awkward Mom stage, we're all about a self-love queen, which is why I'm so excited to be partnering with Vush, a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Vush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Vush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. (laughs) Wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging. It's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Vush I Come First 30-Day Challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code V-U-S-H-5-0. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. I've been trying to catch up on my reading and watch list lately. That's part of my self-care because I, I really do enjoy a good story, a good movie, a good book. I have an amazing imagination and I like being transported elsewhere for a while, you know, like that. I just, I just like that. I've just always had a really good imagination since childhood, which is probably why I don't like horror movies like that. I like some suspenseful movies and stuff like that, but I just, 
horror. Which is weird because, you know, I'll get down with some true crime all day. But horror? Bro. I don't want to watch Saw with you. To my friends back in the day, made me watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre with them. And Freddy Krueger. Like, just why would you do that to me? You know I don't love this. You know I don't love this. And then, you know, my family members scare me after watching it y'all know i have a fear of clowns you know you know i don't like them they're not i just don't feel like someone should be smiling that much all the time that's weird is why are you doing that no i don't like it so yeah i'm not like a huge horror fan but i'll get down with some suspense or whatever But anyway, yeah, I have a really good imagination. So I like a good movie or a book. And that includes my audible lists because I know there's some crybabies that say that that's not real reading, but whatever. You you ever watch a show or a preview for a movie or something and you're like, oh my God, that shit is eerily relatable. No, just me. Well, that happens to me all the time. That's usually how I end up finding stuff to watch. Like, I really never look for reviews or whatever on things. I like to read or watch them and, like, form my own opinion about them, like, for myself. Because unwarranted opinions have stopped me from watching or reading things in the past. And then later on, I'll go and, like, watch it or read it or whatever just on a whim or something. And then I actually enjoy it, you know? I'll be like, wait, why did I listen to that person? Or, like why didn't why haven't I seen this or read this sooner so I always find shows strictly from scrolling 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 streaming apps like on rare occasion I will check and see what the buzz is for new shows and stuff but usually I just like stumble upon them sometimes if I'm you know scrolling on Twitter or something obviously I might come across something or Facebook or whatever. Like there was a show, uh, The Night Agent on Netflix. So good, by the way. We have to finish the last few episodes. But I was just scrolling on Facebook and the Netflix, the Netflix, what is wrong with me today? The Netflix page shared a meme about the show. And I was like, hmm, why, why is everyone so excited about this show? So then I watched it and I was like, oh, okay, bet. So yeah um kevin likes it too so we have to finish it we have a few episodes left but that is on the watch list as well but right now i'm catching up on working moms i've been seeing some buzz on socials about the season finale so i've been trying to like dodge those i'm in season five i'm on episode seven or eight i think right now it's getting wild I don't want to give any spoilers away right now in case you're watching it or you are jumping into it or whatever. Maybe I'll give a little rundown of the show and everything, but probably later on it'll be Spoiler City because I'll have I'll have seen the season finale and then I'm sure that I'll want to talk about it. But anyway, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's called Working Moms. It's a Canadian comedy series 
Um, and it follows a group of working moms, basically, that navigate the challenges of balancing their careers, relationships, motherhood, life, basically. <laughs> the show, like, has a diverse cast of unique personalities, struggles, and strengths. So, uh, Kate is an advertising exec. She's a mom of two slight spoiler at one point her husband cheated and then they're like working through that you know but then she also struggles to balance her demanding job which I'm sure if you know anything about advertising it is a it is a pretty you know busy demanding job so she has to juggle that with being a parent and then she all often feels guilty for not spending time with her kids but also wants to make sure, you know, she makes a mark in her career. So the basic, you know, struggle that moms have. She's married to Nathan. And I feel like he, I don't know, sometimes struggles with her success also. Which is a reason why he cheated. I don't know, whatever. I'll let you be the judge. Her friend Anne's is an MD and has a PhD and she's a qualified psychiatrist and also a mother of two who recently returned to work after taking time off to raise her kids. She struggles with anxiety and self-doubt. So she's like a really the supportive friend. She's a natural leader, but she also comes across as like that judgmental uptight friend. And her husband Lionel right now is like the more nurturing patient one out of the two so he struggles with feeling inferior to her and her career so that's like a whole back and forth and then she has you know her whole sitch with her teenager who their relationship is <sighs> wow like teenage moms I am here with you I see you. Then you got Frankie in there. <laughs> Frankie's wild. She's a real estate agent. It's been some wild stuff happening with Frankie. She shares a daughter with her ex-wife Rhoda. And, or no, sorry. She shares a daughter Rhonda with her ex-wife Giselle. Dang, I'm switching everybody's names. <laughs> so she they're currently you know divorced and co-parenting and all that and she's doing her real estate agent thing and she's like the unapologetic just herself outgoing kind of oversharing friends like she's super loyal and like always willing to lend a hand but she's definitely an oversharer as well and then jenny like I don't know how Jenny fits into the friend circle because Jenny, I don't know, like, she's, her character development is supposed to be like the journey from like shallowness to self-centeredness to personal growth and commitment, I guess, to gender equality, but she's also shallow and self-centered and like low-key homophobic, so I don't know, she progressively gets worse through the series, really, so I don't know, she's married to Ian or like their you gotta watch it like their situation is while she is not that great uh, she's not great at being a mom low key like 
I don't know. She's got her own thing going on. I feel like I have to continue to watch to feel different about her. I don't know. <laughs> but that's just like a short rundown of the main characters and what they've got going on. There's like a bunch more, but I will be Spoiler City. So, Worker Moms is a good show it's funny it's got a lot of relatable and complex flawed mom marriage life moments in it so you know it's it's good of the trials and tribulations of modern motherhood so <laughs> definitely watch it if you haven't already and then i of course when i'm done have to finish firefly lane i'm almost low-key scared to finish it because I know that it's gonna be a mosh I've already seen some like spoiler memes luckily it didn't like say too much about what's happening because I'm literally only in like the first or second episode of the last season so I am not very far in right now and I have already seen that apparently it's gonna be a tearjerker so yeah firefly lane is also on netflix it's a drama series that's also a it's based on the novel firefly lane by Kristen hannah uh i I feel like everyone has been talking about firefly lane so you kind of already know you know the show is it follows the show and the novel it follows the lifelong friendship of tully and kate and they met as teenagers in the 1970s and then remain close through their ups and downs of personal and professional lives they actually had some traumatic experiences as kids i feel i feel like especially tully um but yeah they tully grew up where her wild ass mom who was very neglectful and kind of a wild child and really not a parent or mom at all um her grandma was really the only parent for her but Tully was really like driven to succeed in her career and so you know she went on with that and then Kate was the devoted wife and mom and she's really caring and supportive and kind of like the the more quiet one she struggles with a lot of self-doubt and feelings of inadequacy and she's a writer you know who dreams to raise her family and write but Tully helps her Tully kind of like brings out her passion and stuff like that so it's kind of like a give or take you know that typical bestie best friend relationship so yeah it's definitely a tearjerker there is a lot a lot that happens in there another one where I feel like if I go into too much it's definitely gonna be a spoiler so yeah those are that's what I'm catching up on I have to finish those I've been working and stuff so during the day I don't I try not to watch shows that I am catching up on or really are on my watch list because I don't necessarily 
watch them if that makes sense they're kind of like for background noise so i always just put on episodes of the office and that the office has become like my co-workers now so i have that on in the background while i'm working and then later on i'll try and catch up on episodes but then it's also hard because you know some of the shows i'm catching up on aren't exactly like kid appropriate or things i want to discuss with my younger children at the most so I don't get to watch those shows until later so yeah I've been kind of catching bits and pieces catching up as much as I can I guess if you will but hopefully I will catch up on those soon probably I'm probably gonna say by the end of the month because we've got so much going on especially with I have to go to Florida for graduation so our friend's birthday is his party is this weekend as well so like it's a lot going on already so I'm not even gonna stress myself about trying to slide in a bunch of tv watching self-care I actually probably will though catch up on some audible books yes I said audible my audible reading because I know y'all hate that it's still reading guys but yeah so but I think that's it for what I've been really catching up on after we already saw Love is Blind uh season four and the finale and all that which was kind of low-key boring to me I was kind of annoyed because I feel like the people that were on there I don't know I just feel like it was it was a lot happening but like not what it should I feel like the people that did wrong did not get told like they should have got told and the people that should have been there should have been there and I Vanessa probably shouldn't have been asking about them damn babies also like good grief with the baby talk but yeah so watch that so I'll probably catch up on my audible list here in the next weeks or two and then once everything's kind of calmed down get back on the the watching train 2022 has been all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness and making positive change something this podcast works hard to do every day audible helps make space for what matters to you it's a destination for your wellness whether you're looking to soul search be inspired work towards new goals unwind or simply be entertained i've certainly had time this year to figure out what truly makes me happy and well we all know i love audible i talk about them all the time i solved my reading problem with audible over four years ago and it's been amazing It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes the authors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they have podcasts, sleep meditations, and more. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today at audibletrial.com slash the awkward mom stage and get 30 days and your first book free. All of their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, even if your subscription expires 
or you cancel. You can still keep and access all the books you've already purchased. Just download them again from anywhere, anytime. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and that number just keeps growing. Visit audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage to get started on your reading list today. Now back to the show. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. I hope you all have a good Friday or whichever day you're listening to this. Have a great week or weekend. I hope this episode was helpful in some way or at least you just enjoyed the little chat with me. Remember to always speak your truth, spread love and positivity. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and your continued support. Please, if you can leave a review for the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, you can just leave five stars on Apple. You don't even have to type words if that's not your thing, but it helps me show up more on podcasting platforms so more listeners can find me. Screenshot this episode, share and tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage on Instagram or at Awkward Mom Stage on Twitter so I know you listened and enjoyed today's show. I'll reshare and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the show to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can click the support the show link. If you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. Until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Do you want to start a podcast but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful.